When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet that talk was a cheese broken, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. We're the Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin is not here. Still in Thailand. But welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, an definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. I, I do not know how long Kevin is going to be in Thailand. But, uh, you know, he's tweeting out pictures of Ducks, sending us texts from Muay Thai fights. So, like, he's having... I guess the time of his life. And it seems like, you know, when we plan things, he's always like, I'm going to still be in Thailand. So I don't know when he's coming back, if he's ever coming back, but when he does, we'll have him back on. Uh, Tommy is back though. Tommy heroic effort here, uh, taking care of little Kevin, Kevin, congratulations. First of all, in a, in a public forum, um, how, does he bear any resemblance to the Mighty Ducks, either, you know, looks-wise, personality-wise? What's just the initial scouting report? Um, good question. Yeah, so uh, little Kevin Kevin, um, my son, was born uh, January 24th. So he's uh, three weeks old uh, as of recording this podcast. Um, I'd say that his personality is, um, you know, it's pretty even-keeled. And so I'd say he's got a little bit of gee in him, mm. um, but he does have a, a little bit of a temper. Um, and so we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. So, you know, um, so looking, looking like gee for now, which is good, you know, gee is uh gee is solid, um, you know, and we'll see if he develops into a spaz way into a, into a banks in, in a few years. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Well, a lot to, lot to watch for as we go on here um thanks to everybody from the last week who sent in some some improvements to what chat gpt gave us uh the the best one i think uh was from so hey i'm jay who said the villain should either be banks's brother or frank huddy who has like out to get the uh the mighty ducks and and that's sort of part of the reason a lot of a lot of suggestions there was paragraph long comments on the facebook so we'll we'll have to revisit that in the future but i think we need to we need to set everything up here uh as we we've talked about we're trying to get the rights to the mighty ducks future uh, you know intellectual property and tommy you you really spearheaded this idea so i'll let you set it up and we'll go from there yeah so last year i kind of um came to mike with an idea that um um with this was before game changer season two came out and so you know we were very unsure of what was going to be happening with mighty ducks um but you know i i want to talk about what the overall 
MDU will be or should be. And MDU, of course, is the Mighty Ducks universe in the same vein of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or, you know, the Star Wars, the expanded Star Wars universe. And so I think it makes a lot of sense for us to determine what should, you know, what would these standalone films be if you kind of potentially hit restart a little bit, keeping the original trilogy and Game Changers as canon and then being, okay, well, what are we going to create um, prequels kind of interchangeably and then sequels to the, um, the ducks to expand the universe? Because it's clear that Disney, which of course owns all these properties, likes doing this. Um, I don't know exactly how many movies or pieces of property there are for um, Marvel, but I guess they're in phase five right now. And as of this recording, Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out in like a couple of days. Um, uh, Quantum Mania, which is really kind of, I think, kicking off some of, are really introducing the new big bad for um, uh, the next uh, couple of years for, for Marvel. And so it's clear that, you know, these are literally now decades long planning because I guess Iron Man came out in 2008. Here we are in 2023, 15 years later. Um, and we've got how many episodes of this podcast, Mike? We're coming up on 350. Coming up on 350. So clearly we've got ideas, <laughs> most of them good. Um, and so today I wanted to use Mike and I's conversation to talk about where should the MDU start? Um, mm-hmm. Because, and again, kind of keeping in, in mind the following rules. Um, again, Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3, and Game Changers Season 1 and 2 are canon. Um, a lot of our podcast episodes have kind of theorized about other things. And I, I want to use that as the groundwork. For example, you know, Hans being a, a big drug kingpin, et cetera, um, is, is something that I think will probably be explained to the MDU, but maybe we deviate a little bit akin to how when they like Star Wars, obviously before like the prequels were made, like there's this rich tapestry of, you know, novelizations and things like that. And, you know, none of it was like retconned or anything like that, but it is kind of like, you know, it was there and there, they, some of it's like kind of borrowed for episodes seven, eight, nine. Um, but again, you know, episodes one through nine are, are canon. And then you have like the Obi-Wan and, you know, um, you've got Rogue One. And, and speaking of Rogue One, so Rogue One was kind of like the first non, you know, um, episode one, the, like the Skywalker saga was the first kind of like foray into this new Star Wars universe. Like, we're not going to count, you know, the the Ewok movies that were made, you know, again, 30 years prior, because again, they kind of hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. And so you had Rogue One as that kind of first, this is our non Skywalker saga movie, you know, all new characters, let's do it right. And it was like a a great success, both I think critically and like, um, you know, box office wise. And so that's what I want to talk about is where should we start our Mighty Ducks universe? A couple of other things. I don't want us to, to, to get hung up with things uh, like, well, you know, um, Michael Ooms, the, the character or the actor who played, you know, McGill, you know, he, he's passed away, you know, sadly, it's like, you know, we're, we're going to honor that legacy um, by, by continuing to talk about our McKill series, which is, of course, the Halloween iteration of Mighty Ducks. Um, and I do want to mention that those five McKill stories that we have, I believe those are still, these will be part of the Mighty Ducks universe. Those are very much kind of like 
what ifs, if you will, for mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's, you know, metaverse kind of, they're, they're standalone. That's like a different timeline. Maybe it crosses over eventually, but I don't think we need to be worried too much about like, well, you guys killed Carp, you know, how do you have like a standalone Carp movie if you killed him? Um, and also, we've got deep fakes now. So <laughs> you can go back and you can make like a, a Bombay being a young lawyer movie without worrying about, well, Amelia Lesfez is kind of old now. No, we're going to be able to do it. So yeah. those are kind of some of the rules I thought. Mike, what do you think? I love this for several reasons. First of all, as you mentioned, this is what Disney wants. They want Marvel. They want Star Wars. They want these big franchises that they can keep making money off of. So we're going to give it to them through the Mighty Ducks. Now, you know, there was some question about does Disney value the IP? But they had this Super Bowl commercial come out, you know, Disney 100 years. Mighty Ducks, they were in the little montage. So they obviously care about them enough to put them in the montage. It was them and, like, Remember the Titans were the only two, like, sports movies who were in there. And and then uh, with the Marvel, as you mentioned, they plan these out. According to Wikipedia, Marvel plans, uh, uh, Marvel films are planned through 2032 at this point as of april 2022 so this is a multi-year thing multi-decade thing and i think we can build this out and you know make a lot of money for disney here so i do like keeping you know the originals i i yeah it's gonna be more of i guess like a star wars thing where you had these original films and you're coming back and building these out where game changers fits in and you know where those characters fit in i think is like the biggest question i have uh like do we sort of just leave those to the side or are we going to sort of integrate these into you know the this reboot of the mighty ducks universe well i think part of the project is going to be bridging mighty ducks 3 to game changers season 1 mm. and you know we know about some of the characters because it's been written it's been you know, published it. We know like um, Connie Moreau is like a state senator, right? right? And so, obviously, a potential movie or series is Connie Moreau on the campaign trail. You know, how does she become a state senator? And that's something mm. that's between you know Mighty Ducks three and Game Changer. So part of this exercise is also kind of you know kind of recreating this rich tapestry between three and Game Changer season one. And so I can imagine us not really like. You know, we talk about maybe in uh, 2032, maybe that's when we kind of get to Game Changers season one and start talking about the Game Changers futures. Because, you know, as we discussed here, we might not be getting Game Changers season three, which let, let's be real. We're going to be able to come up with some much better ideas <laughs> because we're not going to be uh, held back by anyone right. um, and uh, especially budgets. And so the the possibilities are endless. Again, Game Changers, we might say like hey we want to talk about a, a game changers character this week um as opposed and so this isn't necessarily gonna be linear um which you know if, if anyone has listened to this podcast before they know we know there's nothing linear about our podcast um, we bounce around plenty yeah um and and so yeah we'll um we'll, we'll have some game changer stuff too um because it is part of the core mighty ducks canon um again it's like those five properties um but I do have a question for Mike. It's the um, the cartoon Mighty Ducks cartoon. Mm. You know, is that kind of like that standalone? Is it like we've got the three movies, the two game changers as one universe. We've got the cartoon and then we've got McKill. 
And those are kind of like the three things. Because we could also talk more about the cartoon. We'll have to go back and like watch the episodes. We, we did once upon a time, but you yeah. know, maybe we need to refresh our memories there. Yeah, I, I think... I think if they're like, we, we should give the fans what they want, right? That's, that's essentially everything Marvel has done. They've taken these characters, reintroduced them, and then smashed them all together in these epic movies. And that, like, that's how they've made their money. So if we can find a way to bridge, you know, these anthropomorphic ducks cartoon and, and pull them into the real world somehow, you know, through some sort of time hop portal deal like i think there's a way to get there at the end where maybe it's you know not phase one phase two but there's like some after credit scenes that hint at something and then bam you know whatever the final movie uh you know avengers endgame of that saga was you know they're there and they come in and they save the day like there i think there's a way to get there eventually uh, we just need to take the steps to get there. But yeah, I think they're all in play. And that's also a real, really good point. I think, again, to talk about Game Changer Season 2, the biggest criticism that there were, um, with the exception of um, uh, the Bash Brothers in Episode 1 for maybe 11 seconds, there, there were not uh, old ducks in that um, show. And so had Season 2 ended with a, you know, Charlie walks in in the last frame, that sets up everything. Right. So I think that's going to be part of our our kind of um, building of, of the, uh, the other properties here. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're not going to say, well, well, let's, let's tweak, um, season two, episode six, a little bit like, no, it'll be, you know, cause we talked about a potential season three would be, you know, the game changers are kind of having vignettes with mm-hmm. each duck kind of. And then at the end of it, Bombay comes back. We'll get into that later. Um, and that's kind of like the potential like game changer season three then leads into the, you know, the big mighty ducks, you know, Avengers type movie. So, right. but again, we got lots of movies to go through before then. Um, and again, since we've already established that we're making the rules, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. So well, I mean, I think taking the Marvel formula is a good idea here. So you had, uh, the quote-unquote Infinity Saga, which was, I think, 18 movies. Um, and, you know, they were split up into different phases. There was phase one. Phase one was Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk. I- Incredible Hulk, not the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Iron Man 2. Well, Thor. the Incredible Hulk might be a Mighty Ducks universe. Story, oh, that's, so let's that's true. keep that in mind. That's true. Okay. So the first, but the first six movies were Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then the Avengers. So there's like introduction, Hulk introduction. We come back to sort of our main guy, add more main guys, and then, you know, the final team up. Uh, Well, not final, but final of that phase. So I think the starting point has to be with, you know, who's, who's driving the saga is it going to be charlie do we should we go back to bombay where do we start who's who's our sort of first choice and, and that's what i wanted today's discussion to focus on is where do we start the mighty ducks universe and keep in mind again when star wars did their thing they they did their uh rogue one which kind of bridged the prequels to the um you know uh a new hope and and we're not trying to bridge ducks three 
to Game Changer Season 1 with this episode. Now, we're, we're going back. And so I think it is a Gordon Bombay-esque movie. Um, you know, kind of how does Bombay go from, you know, he could have been one of the greats, the best that ever was. How does he go from that to this lawyer? And so is it like Bombay at Eden Hall? Is it Bombay the college years? And I think that's where it starts. I, I do think there's a Charlie movie in there like a, like it's maybe it's just called spazway mm-hmm. um we'll get to that but I, I think the options are essentially bombay you know or if you want to go into like um you know how the hawks were, were built but i think for this first one because iron man was so good and it was so critically acclaimed and if that doesn't hit does the cinematic universe right. not really get built incredible hulk i liked didn't hit as much and so you know, you do get that first one's got to be a banger. And that's why I think it's got to be like a Bombay centric movie. I would agree. I, I like unless I, it's either Bombay or Charlie. I'm trying to look up the rating here for Iron Man. Here we go. Iron Man, 94% of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so there you go. Hulk, Incredible Hawk, 67%. So Bombay. Yeah, I think Bombay would be good because spoiler alert like iron man we could kill him off eventually um so setting him up as sort of the hero and the driver and then you know at the end of the phase or whatever when it it comes point to a transition time he's easily to get rid of so i do think bombay is the first one and yeah so you're saying prequel is is your thinking I'm thinking prequel, and he and I think the title is the Minnesota Miracle Man. Okay, and and eventually you could have a the real Minnesota Miracle Man that's about Charlie. We'll get into that later, but we can go into that because I think it'd be easy to say, oh, this is just called Bombay. Um, but does it kind of go from? Is it either? I guess what are the options for a Bombay prequel? I think you've got a couple, so it could be him starting to play hockey, his relationship with his dad and his dad dying, essentially filling in the gaps right. in the, the opening montage. Or is it Bombay kind of what happens after he misses that shot? And so I think maybe it's him and his dad's relationship. And then, you know, Bombay two or whatever is after he misses the shot. Um, and so Bombay one, which is the working title, is you've got little Gordon Bombay and then you have kind of the um, his dad and Riley and you kind of see how Riley is you know on one shoulder and his dad on the other shoulder and if his dad gets sicker um, then Riley becomes more of this you know kind of devil on his shoulder of just like hockey win at all costs win at all costs kind of like in the Star Wars prequels where you, you see how Anakin becomes Darth Vader eh, they had some missteps in that in those prequels <laughs> Um, and so we won't have any of those, but I think that's kind of the origin story of how did you get from this child hockey prodigy to lawyer? And I think it's a couple of movies because you can't just go from, oh, here's scenes from him as a 10 year old. Here's from him at Eden Hall. Here he's in college. And then here he is kind of playing fast and loose with the law. Um, cause I, I do want to have something that shows, how Bombay, you know, his undefeated, you know, streak as a lawyer and also how he started to really cheat and go for the W. Um, And so I think you lay the groundwork with 
Bombay's true origin, which is the, um, his dad's illness, and then Riley kind of becoming that father figure and that really kind of um, morphing him because obviously 20 years later, it's exactly what happens with Bombay and Charlie. Um, and so I think that's the way you go with the first movie for MDU. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You have some... I guess like awards baitish, you know, emotional story about a father and a son, father dying. And then we think, you know, initially we think Riley is kind of like a good guy. You know, he's taking care of this kid while the kid is dealing with his whole father. And then we sort of see it morph into Riley molding this kid into, you know, doing what Riley wants and not necessarily doing what's best for the kid. And yeah, that sets up a lot because again, we can come back to this whole relationship with Bombay and Charlie uh, in a later at a later time. So I do like that a lot as the first one. So we get Bombay. Do we end? Do we end that movie with you know the penalty shot? Is that like do we go right up to that point, or are we past that point by the time we end this film? Where where do we sort of leave off? you know that character and that relationship i think that it ends like the penalty shot is close to the ending and it kind of ends with um him getting like an eden hall letter mm. and so building into two which is like fast forwarding a couple of years he's at eden hall he's like a, he's kind of wrestling with these what do i want to do with my life mm -hmm. um and so i think it's it starts with him kind of like it's like a real little kid. And then like eventually, you know, your your main Bombay character is going to be 11, 12 years old throughout the most most of the movie. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think you, you start from, you know, when he's born, essentially up into, you know, a month after he misses the penalty shot and gets this Eden Hall letter. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because that that is a good taking off point. And it really sets up it comes to a okay conclusion like riley got him to a new place like also riley is benefiting of this and we have a place to jump off to so i i do like that a lot so do you want should we save the rest of the films or should we try to set up you know our first phase and then go into detail on more of these films at a later date well we should definitely go into detail at a later date one thing i want to talk about is for for bombay 1 um, and these are things that we should um, keep in mind for all these um, uh, pieces that we're going to do. And, and I like to keep them to movies for now. We can say like, oh, this will be a mini series or whatever. But this is a movie. I think you could, uh, you could definitely have fun with it. Um, I don't know if this works, but what you can do is you can have Emilio Espez playing Bombay's dad. Mm. And uh, you deep fake um, Riley. <laughs> um, and you also introduce... Um, uh, an uncle of a little Gordon Bombay played by Charlie Sheen. Oh. And I think the question is, is, you know, Bombay mentions in like in the mighty ducks is that, you know, it was just him and his mom. And so I'm wondering if there's going to be like him looking for father figures when his dad is sick and Charlie Sheen's character is just like playing himself, you know, kind of a piece of shit, um, <laughs> crazy person. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and I think you also want to talk about what cameos do you want to have? You know, do you have like a young Ducksworth, you know, at a game where there's like a Ducksworth kid on one of the teams 
something like that. Um, and, and so like, what are some elements that you'd want to see in like a, a Bombay origin story? Well, I think you have sort of the initial mention of, you know, Hansa's sports shop, either, you know, it's just come to town or like they know there and it's like a young Hans. And you obviously, you want Riley, you want the Hawks and maybe, you know, they're, they're not quite the powerhouse they are, uh, you know, when we see them in the nineties, but maybe they're, they're getting there or like, oh, we were so good. We've improved our record every year or something like that. Yeah. I, obviously Bombay's mom is, is going to be a key part of this. And it's like, who do you want for that? I do like, I don't know if it's necessarily the stunt casting, but I do like Emilio. I do like Charlie Sheen. You could have Martin Sheen as the grandpa or something like that if you really wanted to go deep. Yeah, I think that's that'd be really interesting. And I think a lot of it is maybe the the adults in, in little Gordon Bombay's life are, are kind of like they they all deal with the grief of um, Mr. Bombay's uh, Bombay's dad's death differently. And so it kind of that's it pushes little Gordon Bombay into Riley, like, Mm -hmm. because he's not getting the attention from like his mom, his uncle, his grandpa, you know, his mom's a wreck, and he's trying to be like the man of the house. And he's like looking to Riley for advice. And he's getting terrible advice. And Charlie Sheen's, you know, not able to be a father figure, because he was kind of like a fuck up or something or like a degenerate who's who's like the fun uncle, who, like, who just can't be a dad, though. Like he, um, and then grandpa is maybe just like, like totally distraught by the, the loss of his son. Um, and so I think you kind of go into that a little bit. Um, and, and I think that's, what's driving the movie. Um, I also think there's a, there's a Hawks dynasty story somewhere in there. And, and maybe that's like a little, little TV series. Mm. Um, cause I think there's like a Riley story. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so maybe we get a little bit of Riley kind of flashbacks in this as well. Like how did Riley become an asshole? Yeah. You know? We, this has been an idea for our spinoff, uh, before, you know, the, the origin of the Hawks and Riley sort of descent into madness and peewee hockey, but yeah. So you have, you know, act one, I guess, or the beginning, you know, everything's good. Gordon's this like excellent player. He could go all the way. Dad gets sick. Act two, we see, you know, the dad fading, the mom sort of like falling into some sort of depression and, and Bombay sort of left on his own. And he, yeah, he goes to uncle, uncle Charlie doesn't really work out. You know, he's looking for people, finds Riley. We think this is a good thing. You know, he helps him focus his energy on hockey. And then Riley through, you know, the second half of act two into act three sort of pushes him into like madness and only focus on hockey only going for the win and he he stops you know becoming a good person he stops you know doing his schoolwork and you know helping with the dishes and yells at his mom and his mom's struggling we we have emotional scenes there and then you know act or uh three the thing is like how do we make this satisfying at the end i guess because it like it's a big descent and then like we don't really have an up moment and so I think it's he discovers a, the uh, the skate shop. Oh, okay. And so he discovers a skate shop and he starts volunteering there. And so he kind of then sees Hans as that father figure. And so it's kind of Hans and Riley. And there's a moment where he kind of makes a decision to like 
you know, does he go, he's got a shift at the, at the shop or he's got to go do like extra practice. And he chooses the extra practice because he doesn't mm. want to disappoint Riley. And, he, and Hans is like, you know, you, you need to make these decisions on your own, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so I think that is kind of gets us there. And then toward the end of it, you, you see like little Bombay start to crack where he's like, maybe I don't love hockey as much as I thought I did. Um, because of and it's really it's because of Riley so it's a little bit of kind of a, a downer ending because again you're you're trying you're starting to yeah. see how did this guy how did this prodigy become this um this asshole lawyer um who was an alcoholic essentially um and so you start to see that um so I think you know you see the skate shop introduced in act two and then kind of the the denouement is him picking Riley over Hans right. but Hans still shows up to support him I like it I like it. Yeah. And Hans can help him, you know, repair his relationship with his mom and stuff like that. So we get a little closure there, you know, he's probably still close with his mom, but yeah, it comes to the point where it's like, is he going to the dark side? And we have that, you know, dark side moment where he goes to Riley and then, you know, it kind of pays off with, you know, Eden Hall's in the mail. And maybe, maybe that like, if you're not familiar with the original Mighty Ducks, maybe you don't understand what Eden Hall is at this point, but you know, like it's going to be important later on. I think they like explain, and maybe part of it is Riley saying, I'm going to get you to Eden Hall. Mm. And, and that's why he goes to it. And it's and Hans is more of like, you know, you're supposed to play hockey for fun. And, and he goes toward more the aggressive side of win at all costs, get to Eden Hall, get to this prep school which I think then also mirrors some of the game changers themes, game changers season one, especially of the win at all costs youth right. culture. Um, and so I think that's, and that's also the prevailing theme of the entire series as you know, you know, hockey's is supposed to be fun. You know, it's not all, you know, it is, it is fun in games and, you know, and, and all that. And, and that's kind of the, the theme for, um, you know, essentially through Bombay, through Game Changers season 28, is that <laughs> hockey is supposed to be fun. And sometimes you've got these adults who ruin it, essentially. Yeah, I like this. I like this. So, yeah, we, we've got it set up. You know, we have a lot to go off of now. You know, we have a Bombay. We've set up Hans. We've set up Riley. We've set up Eden Hall. So you go from there, take off. And then, you know, we have if we want to keep with the the marvel strategy and just go movie for movie with marvel you have you know four more movies and then you want you want some sort of big epic combination for that last one of the phase well in theory mighty ducks one the movie that's already been made could be that avengers type item oh and so what I we're like doing that. is we're, we're leading up to the avengers which is mighty ducks which and that's why right. we can have like Let's get the Spazway movie. Let's get like the Casey Conway movie or whatever. Or it's like, it's called the Conways or whatever. Um, and it's just all, it's kind of like a, a comedy of, of Casey Conway's dating and Charlie ruining every single one of those relationships. Um, and so I think that's what you do is you're building to Mighty Ducks 1 um, with several movies. You can also obviously have like, um, you know, a Fulton Reed standalone item. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about his like football playing, et cetera. And so obviously, I mean, we could do origin stories for every single character, but you got to have some mashup right. too, right? Like you would have like, you'd be Peter and Carp, right? Right. You wouldn't have a Peter movie and a Carp movie, you know, akin to like they introduced Black Widow. And I think, 
I don't know if it's, she's an Iron Man or the Incredible Hulk or whatever. Um, but, you know, she doesn't have a standalone movie in this phase, right? Right. Um, but she does down the line. And so you can, you introduce these characters throughout. And so like, yes, a, a standalone Ducksworth movie where he becomes like a young lawyer. Like we would love that. My cousin Vinny style or something. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not, maybe that's like part of one of the other movies. Um, and so that's another thing to think about. So I don't think we have to like map out everything right now. Um, but we will over the course of our, our podcast over the next, you know, 12 months or whatever. Yeah. No, this is good. Because you could then re-release that Mighty Ducks movie and maybe, you know, quote unquote, remaster it. And that's just like free money for everybody. Because, you know, everyone's going to be sucked in with these new films. And then it's like, oh, it all leads up to the Mighty Ducks. Let's watch the Mighty Ducks again theatrical release people are paying you know 12 bucks a ticket 14 bucks a ticket to see a movie that was made 30 years ago you're just raking in the money and what you could do is you could just add like um like a cgi job of the hut into one of the scenes (laughs) just like uh, george lucas did for a new hope yeah so there you go there you go yeah and maybe it's like an extended director's cut of mighty ducks or something so there's like a little bit new material but it's essentially the same thing so this is good you can mark it as like never before seen footage it's just like the cut scenes like and uh whenever d2 you'll have like the beach scene or whatever that was cut um and so we'll we'll need to go back and listen to some of the notes about what might have been cut from d1 or what was like a a plot line that wasn't really um explored um And so, yeah, I think, you know, the possibilities really are endless um, without us going way over the deep end, like having Hunger Games style Mighty Ducks ideas, <laughs> which we do have um, yeah. link to that one, Mike, in the show notes. Oh, that's one yeah. of our, I think that's one of our more critically acclaimed episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Avengers is Mighty Ducks one. We start with Bombay. And I, I guess maybe I'm kind of, I'm going back and forth on the title. Maybe the first one is just called Bombay. Mm-hmm. And, that was the original and, title of the Mighty Doc. So it's a nice little homage to that mm, too. Yeah. And so, and if you look at the, the Marvel movies, it's Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor. It's like, okay, those all make sense. Now, Captain America, colon, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. So you can start getting to things like that. So Bombay is the first one. Simple. Mm-hmm. Bombay 2 could be like, like Thor 2 is Thor, the Dark World. Right. So Bombay too could be like Bombay, the Eden Hall years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then Bombay three could just be like um, some kind of like lawyer pun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think Bombay two is definitely in this first phase as well. And then you have a Charlie movie and then I don't, I don't know who you would pick for, you know, the other two movies to get there. I like Fulton. I'm trying to think who else, maybe, maybe a gee. So I think having like an ensemble one and what's the name of their school? Oh, is it like, you know, PS 118, whatever that's in school and Hey Arnold, of course. And and so (laughs) maybe that's what it is. And that's where you can kind of introduce a lot of these characters. That's good. And you have things like Tammy's just in the background because remember it's just like, or Tommy, it's just like, Oh, the line in Mighty Ducks one where Terry's like, oh, that's Tommy Duncan. He's in my civics class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a sister Tammy. And so you have like little nods to these things that you're going to get. Yeah. I guess we obviously we're, we're going to have to either, you know, deep fake or recast these kid movies, but it I can be done. All deep fakes. <laughs> it can be done. So I don't think that's an obstacle for us, but 
yeah, I, th- I think we got a good start here with Bombay. Yeah, and, I, and I, I, I'm really grown on the idea. So I think you have Bombay, you have a Charlie movie, and then maybe it's called The Conways. Mm. Um, the only thing is you want to make sure it's not too similar to Bombay. Um, right. I think you have like, a, again, whatever their school is called, Minnesota Middle School. And that's where you introduce a lot of these characters. And maybe like Peter and Carp are the main characters in that one. And you kind of see the world through their eyes and you get to, you see Terry and everything. And, you know, maybe Peter and Carp are introduced in the Conways. Um, and then you see them getting their own kind of, as like the leads in this uh, school, this middle school movie. And so I think there's three movies right there. Um, and you're also going to get a Bombay two Cause you need, again, you're bridging the gap between Mighty Ducks one or excuse me, from Bombay to Mighty Ducks. And so you have Mighty, you have Bombay two and three kind of until. Mm-hmm. So I, I think maybe you've got Bombay one, two, and three, you've got a Conway movie, and then you've got, you know, the Minnesota middle school where you kind of meet a lot of the other characters. And that's five movies right there that gets us from start to Mighty Ducks. Again, we can go back and have the Hawks origin story, things like that. Um, because there's one thing that I love about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like, oh yeah, metaverse, you can literally do anything. Infinite universes, <laughs> yeah. you know, same Smart. thing with like Rick and Morty. It's like, yeah, whatever story you want to do, you can do it. And so we, we're not going to say, well, we already did that. So we can't do like a Hawk story. We do have to make sure that we're being somewhat linear with our, you know, um, with the Canton. We can't say like, oh, well, maybe if Riley has an eye patch in this movie, it's like, well, he didn't yeah. have an eye patch in the other movies. So you got to explain that somehow. Um, but yeah, I think we're on the right track here with um, three Bombay, a Conways, and you know the middle school ensemble movie. Yeah, and then you have Mighty Ducks, and then you know this has become a thing, and that's where we can you know you can spin off the little mini series, animated, what ifs, all that kind of stuff like Marvel did. So I think we're there. We're there. This is a good start. I'm excited for the rest of the Mighty Ducks universe to come here so we have uh oh we're well over time i didn't even realize it i was just having so much fun but we're there let us know your thoughts you know where to find us the quackatech.com go there contact us at quackatechpod on twitter facebook.com slash quackatechpod go to itunes or wherever you listen give us five stars write a review it helps us for some reason go up the charts and thanks to all our producers i think uh uche re-upped i think she's technically the most recent producer even though she was producer before and remember ducks fly together ducks fly together